people of the world welcome to that sports podcast season two episode five we were off last week maybe the week before why we've been, we've been off for two weeks right we had a little hiatus just a little break josh don't worry we're back everything's good um i'm gonna start here uh i noticed i looked at every tuesday our tsp eliminator pool comes the results come in and i know this is a sore spot for you john because early I was on literally got, think, i was driving into work this morning thinking about it so yeah yeah i'm excited to hear i was wondering you got going. uh you got knocked off in week oh. two or three or something one week one, <laughs> week one. <laughs> week one. <laughs> what was your first bills i picked the, the bills. bills oh and they lost to the steelers, steelers. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well okay so i'm just gonna go through this this isn't this isn't to brag i'm still alive and Jesse is still alive. So this is through seven weeks. Um, is Jesse still alive? Yeah. Like physically or? Oh, no. In this. In this uh, yeah, he Let's is. Let's be so, honest, because if, if Jesse was here, he'd be bragging. So. Well, but this isn't to brag. This is more to say uh, to show just how lucky I've gotten, how fluky this is and how it comes down to some crazy play so in week three i picked the baltimore ravens and josh that was the week that uh justin tucker hit the 66 yard field goal record setting field goal yeah, against I, your lines I, I know i know yeah. you're, you know. so that gave me the win <laughs> yep yep and then there was uh a green bay in week five i forget what the particulars were of that game but they squeaked something out so that was lucky in week five. And then I picked Tampa and Arizona the last two weeks. Anyway, so I've I've gone back at my picks and I've revamped them for the final, what do we have, nine weeks? Ten weeks now because we've got 17 weeks in this season. So we'll see how, I, how we go. I've got the Cincinnati Bengals this week, so I'm riding that wave. Yeah, that's over I, the Jets. That that's a good one. That's yeah, good that's right. Okay, so no, and I picked the Bengals to beat the Ravens in Baltimore this week with our pick of the week, John, and you picked uh, the Rams to beat the Lions. No, uh, not a Lions. tough, not enough, not a tough call. But the Lions put no. up a fight Whoa. through the kitchen sink at at LA in the first quarter. And They're playing Madden. Dan Campbell they, they is playing were, Madden. Were playing it was Madden. awesome. It was great to see. Yeah. I, uh, I had a friend I used to play Madden online with, and uh, I made it known from the beginning. I don't punt. Throw it down. <laughs> nope, not going to happen. You can, you, I'll tell you right now, scheme for it, but it's never going to happen. So, yeah, it was yeah. great. I love seeing those plays. There you go. Uh, still live. Hope's still live. We'll keep you guys updated on the Eliminator pool. Um Let's bring in our guys. Let's start with you, John. Uh, how are you doing? And what's new in the world of sports for you and your fandom? Uh, doing good. Uh, doing good. Uh, nice little break. It's been it's been good. Uh, not good in the world of fandom for me right now, specifically because no. the folk is, well, Celtics are, it's early in the season, but it's nice just to see the Celtics uh, playing again. Uh, it's got a good cohesive core. Took care of Charlotte last week. It was nice to see Jalen Brown had a sweet poster dunk. But then on the old gridiron of the Miami Dolphins, I just... Yikes. 
Oh, it's hard, man. It's hard. It's hard to see. And uh, we could go into it and we won't, but I'll just say I believe in Tua. I think Tua has shown um, the two games that he's been back. He's been but, looking really good. But you'd rather Herbert because you said that at the beginning. So I said in the beginning that I wanted to draft Herbert, but I also said that I believe in Tua. So if Herbert went like he did, I was completely happy with Tua. I have gone on the record saying, but when I was looking at it, I wanted Justin Herbert. I thought Herbert would be a good fit for the offense. Um, yeah, I think there's probably – I don't like the way the Dolphins are this year, but this isn't about it. So it's just been a hard, hard good, but I will say this. I still believe in Tua. I hope this isn't his last game. I do not want to see Deshaun Watson coming close to the – and, yeah. He's got 22 civil suits against him, and they're Mm -hmm. going to – they're not suspending him. So if a team picks him up before Tuesday, in theory, they can play him because the NFL is ridiculous on PR stuff. Absolutely, but we'll yeah. we'll cross that bridge. And but anyways, that's where it is. So okay, uh, let's bring in Chris uh, Duke Grillmore. I looked on our website, Chris. We have merch for Duke Grillmore, so yeah, that's pretty we, cool. We do. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. In order for me to make a personal batch order, I had to put it up on the website, and I was. Hoping to sneakily put it on there and no one would see it. Well, so, it looks good. Sorry, it's Duke um, of Grillmore, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Duke of Grillmore. Or, but it's, uh, you know, at Duke Grillmore on Instagram. Okay. Uh, you've been and growing it a lot. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Some, uh, some wins and misses, you know. Uh, <laughs> had to get pizza tonight. <laughs> it happens. You've got a kid. It happens. Uh, no, no, no. I, I screwed up my cook bad. Oh. Yeah. Fucking 18 hours of my life down the tube. Oh, uh, no. Brining. There is marinating. There is everything. Oh, the, the kid. That's the Megan's got all that. Yeah. Stuff I was going to say it's a baby, Alex. It's a baby. Yeah. It's not eating barbecue yet. <clears throat> no, no. He spits it out. What's wrong oh, yeah. with it? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, how's your fandom? Um, good. Uh, been like really busy lately uh, with with just a lot of things. So Sundays have been busy. So I haven't had a chance at all this season in seven weeks to sit down and watch a football game. Oh, that's but good. I am watching football on Saturdays, uh, as in soccer, as some would call the beautiful game, which I. I, I, I don't know. I don't see much beauty in it, but it's it's fun to watch, sort of. So that's good. Uh, I mean, they're in great the shape. One. They're in beautiful shape. Yeah. Yeah, the Braves won last night, too. <laughs> we can talk about Charlie Morton <laughs> getting dinged in the leg by Guriel and then, like, pitching 60 more pitches and then saying, oh, guys, there's something wrong. And he's got a broken leg. Yeah, and through 95 so, you know, miles an hour on a broken leg and yeah, two guys on, a broken, on a broken leg. Yeah, so so that that's kind of awesome where things are. Um, you know, in terms of hockey, uh, you know, interesting to see who wins this toilet bowl tonight, as I heard it called, between <laughs> the Blackhawks and the and the uh, Toronto Make Beliefs, the Toronto Make Me Laughs, the Toronto Maple Leafs. Mm-hmm. Former third baseman Josh Donaldson 
jumps online and trolls the trolls the Leafs tonight. I guess uh, I guess he's back staying in Newmarket, and uh, he went he went to like the local source for sports and geared up in full gear and a Leafs jersey, and then like posted the picture saying, uh, "I want to thank the Maple Leafs for finally giving me my chance. Maybe now we'll win." <laughs> <laughs> Kind of great, you know. Uh, I think we should um, move on to Josh. Josh. <laughs> Josh, uh, how are you? How's your fandom? And what is up with this beef all day on the group chat between you and John? What's going on? Uh well, I don't like to point pro like I don't like to point out people or call people out, but John's a problem. He's a real problem. Like he's a real issue, but I'm not here to talk about that. <laughs> like I am I'm, an issue, or I have issues because there's, there's totally separate conversations. Excuse me. Well, both really. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> um, I was I had the floor. I was talking. I didn't interrupt you while you were talking, but actually, you did. Remember that? Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank Alex, you. Alex, you've been told. All right. Today, Junior. What what am I talking? You keep distracting me. Um, (laughs) Fandom. Yeah, my fandom. Well, it's a bit of a roller coaster. Uh, You know, Detroit Lions, not very good, so it's pretty hard to watch, but it was fun to watch them play the Rams. Um, The Kings started off really good. Cal Peterson looks good. Like, just highlight reel saves. They're amazing, but kind of hit a bit of a wall. Uh, Some big injuries that came up. So, yeah, was that a dirty hit on Drew Daddy? Yeah, well, I don't know. I think well, I think he just fell funny too. Like he hit his knee a little weird. So, um, I mean, he's Drew's getting up there too. And the way Drew plays in the out, like the minutes that Drew eats up at a game, it was just a matter of time before he got injured. But um, he'll be back in eight weeks, which is, you know, it's not the end of the season for him. But that's, that's not too pretty, bad for a knee injury. Well, it's no ligament tears. They said oh, it's wow. just, uh, and then he suffered a concussion because of it. So. You can't have the heart like that and not expect to go out there and get injured. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, that's right. Yeah, it's, I'm surprised this is one of his first injuries, like major injuries. So, um, anyways, so the Kings, you know, they, they got they just can't solve the St. Louis Blues for some reason, but um, that's a team that's playing really well. And then... Uh, well, it's just a better team. That's one reason right there. I don't think that's true, but they're playing really glory, well. Glory, 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 <laughs> Play Gloria. Gloria. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, that's that's about it. And then obviously, I'm sure we'll talk about it later. All this crap with the NHL that's come out. So you know, it's been uh, it's been quite the the fandom, I suppose. Let's start with that, Josh. All the crap with the NHL, um, the Chicago Blackhawks. It has come out, and you guys know more about this than I do because I haven't read much on it today but they it's clear that about seven executives and leaders of the team coaches general manager president um joel quenville stan bowman forget the president's name um knew about a sexual assault that happened between a video coach and a player and did nothing. This was back in 2010. Is that right? On their during their cup run, and so now this is all coming out. And there's a law firm who's investigated the situation, and 
things have come out today. So take it away, people who know more than I do about this, but this is a really dark and yeah, heavy situation. I think just for, for the sake of this conversation and just um, like, like you said, Alex, like it's pretty dark and some, some heavy stuff. So like, you know, there is stuff that if people out there, they can um, read and, and hear on their own. So I think maybe just for this sake, maybe we can just like, maybe not talk too much of the intimate details that is out there um, because it's some pretty fucked up sh- stuff. Um, that's all I was just going to say. So it'd be triggersome. So I just think if we just, you know, Careful. Put a disclaimer out. Yeah, yeah that's all. Just, just a little one. Talk, talk for you, for you guys. The, the thing to remember about this is that this is only the NHL part. This is only the Chicago Blackhawks, Blackhawks part of this story. This story continues on with, uh, with other teams in other levels of hockey connected to the same individual. So this, uh, these suspensions and everything, they're part of a larger picture because they knew of all of the other pieces as well. Yeah. And, and they, and he continued to work for hockey after it. I think that's like one of the more, like not for the NHL, I think eventually Chicago suspended him, but then he went to work, work for, um, he was, he was still working with younger kids, I think. Right. For, um, so yeah, and he junior continued colleges, to, junior A, like yeah. And is it true that Quenville wrote him a letter of recommendation? I think I heard that on the radio today. There's been a lot. I think Joe said, or like Quenville, not to like he, his big thing was, well, we were just focusing on winning, which is not. That's not the right thing a reason to say. To, yeah, to yeah I heard it was like you know how hard it is to get to the Stanley Cup, and so you know. Right didn't want to be a distraction and all that stuff. That's the excuse they were hitching themselves to. I I mean, it's not the right thing to do. I think in all of this, the one thing that, that really upset me the most was like when, when the, the player who he came out, but he was going by John Doe earlier today when he was like, um, he had heard that the same video coach had done this to another player. And that player had gone and seen the um, the mental health uh, skills guy for therapy for for what had happened. That guy was named was it uh, Jim Gary, <laughs> and uh, this this guy somehow convinces him that that the victim did something wrong, and. And if that's true, I know it's just allegations right now. I'm sure that'll come out more in like investigations. But I think that guy still works for the Hawks. I think Jim is still employed by the Chicago Blackhawks. And I'm like, uh, yeah, that like if, if there's any truth to that, if there's any kind of sweeping under the rug in a therapy session, um, that's gotta that's gotta be addressed because. You know, I mean, what kind of therapy are we offering these players? Is it actual therapy or is it just therapy based around winning Stanley Cups, right? Or winning whatever across all sports? Because do you, you think, do really... you think Quenville's job is in jeopardy? With if, Florida? If, yeah, yeah, I think so. I think yeah. so. I think Florida will want to stay away from that. There's other coaches out there. So, yeah. Like, hockey's got a difficult history when it comes to uh, predatory sexual behavior. Um, You know, if if you look at uh, stories from even uh, 
you know, St. Mike's College here in Toronto. You know, they uh, wasn't that their hockey team, and they uh, they were hazing some kid and raped him That's with right. a broomstick. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. you know, of of all you know, of all the sports, but you know, we're we're Canadian, so we get more hockey coverage than than anything else, really. But hockey has a huge problem when it comes to you know sexual assaults. Yeah, from young ages all the way up, and it needs to, you know, be addressed league wide. You know, it's uh, yeah, the the, the NHL is like scandal plague this year. All leagues are, all leagues are nothing but scandal plague this year. And I like to think that even though it's it's hard um, to watch this and to hear about what these players have gone through, I hope that this is like the. Um, sort of the birth pains of something better you know like where this stuff doesn't happen as frequently because you're right this stuff has gone on for years in hockey and you know um, yeah no i agree with you Joe. sorry not to cut. I, I do agree with you but like sometimes like those to your point like this been like it's going on for years and chris you're right like all leagues and um you know the hope is that but the cynic in me is like i don't think so i think this will just be like yeah. oh we got these more supports in place this will go on because you know the nfl just is is all the all leagues nfl nba nhl they're all about the money they're all about putting you know making yeah. it bigger and better and call everything just comes down to the money right like and specifically huh. chicago's a big market for the for the nhl right that's a that's a good market for the nhl to be in a good city so like you know i hope so too but like i don't know man like i i feel like you can almost have to like legitimately blow everything up, which as a fan of this, like I'm for because sports is being a fan of sports. And I, and I feel like is, you know, it can be healthy competition and what it can instill into individuals. Um, as it, like, you know, the discipline and whatnot that I believe in sport, but when, when these stories are coming more and more, and like I said, in the beginning, like just horrific, horrific shit, like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I I agree with you. I just just think like you know. Yeah, I mean maybe too. I'm maybe too, yeah. I mean maybe you're like I mean is this just like we get the 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 bad names out or whatever, like a witch hunt, right? We get all the perpetrators out, but does it change the culture? Or yeah, the- right. Exactly. Does it change the culture? Because there's this 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 coach was just the video coach. Right? right, and so he got this player who at the time. Yes, he this as of today and changed name. Who was going as John Doe under the promise wasn't an active roster player. He was part of this, um, and I read the report. Like, and I said in the beginning, if people want to uh, Google, you can find the was a Leeds report or whatever. I, I have a cop. Like, I, he was I'm he was a, a taxi squad or a black taxi squad. Yeah, yeah. And they call themselves black cases. Yeah, yeah. So it was the guys of like, oh, I talked to Quinville. He thinks you're really great. Wants me to show you some tape. Come on over for a home cook meal right you know blah 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 all you know so you can't say anything if you tell anyone about this you're never gonna so here's a guy who's his whole life is wanting to get to this goal right yeah and just because we're talking hockey but you know i have a friend of mine who said to me he wanted his young sons into going into baseball and um we were prominently uh basketball and football guys and and, and it comes about the culture just like what you said so mm. you know these players and even in baseball like you're groomed if you're identified as like a, a standout player you're a groom to to get and you know and this is what you the pinnacle of 
Well, and, and that you're right, John. That's the most messed up part. Was mm-hmm. this whole thing got swept under the rug because of a winning culture, right? A, mm-hmm. a winning culture of well, it takes you know, it takes a lot to win a Stanley Cup. So you know, and this kid who's worked his entire life has been doing push-ups since he was a fetus, like just worked so hard to get to the NHL and makes it. And now he's in the Stanley Cup finals, right? Like you're in the Stanley Cup finals. This is like, this is it. This is what you've imagined. And then some guy saying, you know, you're going to lose it if you don't, you know, watch this or whatever happened. I mean, you can read the details, but it's like, you know, you know, the, the, it's just it's, it's crazy not, and uh, the guy has his name engraved on the cup on the stanley cup yeah they got to take that and off. he got a bonus for a playoff bonus and a severance mm. package after yeah. that season yeah 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 is it's, it's a it's a dark day for the chicago blackhawks so dark yeah. day for dark day for sport like i don't like yeah. yeah and you're right chris like it is hard because i think the i think in hockey and this isn't again i'm not ragging on hockey because we're content's sake i think it is i think it an unfortunate part is, is but it makes you also wonder is like what have the other leagues like like the like football like basketball like baseball what do they have what did they swept on the rug but it is predominantly in your right we're canadian we get more hockey coverage but uh you know well, we do have something in the other league but uh it looks like jesse hove has come on the call jesse are you there and do you want to weigh in on the chicago blackhawks scandal yeah, no, I uh, I agree with all you guys on what you're saying. Um, sorry I'm late. Yeah, I think it's interesting that um, it's almost like it feels like they saw this coming with the Jeremy Carlton hire because he was very much – if you I was following that because I played hockey with him, and it seemed like very much he was always been just like a player's coach. Like he's he's their age. He's, he's you know, he's 37 or I think he's been a young, year younger than me, he's 36. And, like, very much just like, okay, I'm going to let the players take over a little more. Like, people were so surprised by this, um, where he was, like, basically letting the players choose the end-of-game play. Um, but if you've been following the Blackhawks the last couple of years, that's kind of been his style, just like, well, what do you guys want to do? How do you guys want to run this team? Like, I'll just let you guys do it, and I'll kind of just encourage that. And it makes me wonder whether uh, pre-Colleton with Quinville, with the Stanley Cup winning culture, that there was very a top-down model and very much like a fear from management to speak and that they saw the problem and they knew it was coming and they kind of wanted to get ahead of it with the players. That's... That's the only thing I've been thinking about is I think Jeremy Colton and now he's hated, right? Because he doesn't have that same authoritarian style and they're not winning. But, but the, I think, the crummy I think thing is, sorry to interrupt you, ahead of the scam, but the crummy thing is they didn't wait. They waited until the Chicago Blackhawks right now, if you look at the team, they're, they, I mean, they got Patrick Kane. They got, but they're a shadow of what they were. They're not that Stanley Cup team anymore. And now things have like they've delayed it enough so that now they're dealing eleven with eleven years. Pu- yeah, yeah, publicly where they're not in contention for any kind of Stanley Cup run. Like they're not going to win the Stanley Cup this year. So it's like it. it did that play a role? Because like 2010, I think they, how many cups did they win between 2010? Like, was I it think 2010, 12 and 14? 
And your Kings. They, no, they your Kings won 12 and 14. That's right. Be careful. Um, but yeah, but they the Blackhawks won, won three, right? I think they won 2015 and like in between. 20, I think in between 2013, yeah, 2015. Yeah. 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 But and, they were Stanley Cup winning contenders for like most of the 2010s. Oh, yeah. You know, and so now it's like, okay, well, now we suck. So, you know, we've swept it under the rug enough. It's unfortunate that it's coming out now. It would have been, it should have came out the next. No, I, I agree. With you. I think it was, uh, I, I think it was completely underhanded. Like, I think it was a move. I don't know if it was a move to shut the players up or try to keep them uh, appeased and try to keep it out, like try to keep players from talking. Like, I don't think it was a move. Like, I don't think they were being transparent. I think they were just like, what do we got to do to keep these players from, like, letting this out kind of thing. And I think Jeremy Calden was a part of this kind of like, see, we're going to let you do whatever you want. Just don't talk to anyone Oh, I see. I think that's what it was. I don't think it was a transparent thing. I think it was uh, trying to appease the players so they don't talk about it until they have to. Mm. That's Mm. what I think that was. I think it was a little bit of a cupcake uh, to try to keep the players from talking about it. So they did win 2010, 20, so that year, 2013 and 2015. Yeah. Yeah. So they won three. Well, that's interesting, Jess. Like, were, were you guys Timbits teammates or was this like, uh, like, you know, Bantam? Oh, sorry. We, uh, so I played hockey. Uh, yeah. So I played hockey in, uh, um, so Jeremy Carlton is from a really small town called Blackie, Alberta. So we would always, I, we would always play hockey against him actually. And then there was a couple times where we both tried out for a triple A Bantam hockey team. Neither of us made it actually, uh, me or Jeremy Carlton. They were a lot more like, come back next year. You're going to make it next year. And they just like, were like, uh, yeah, no kid. Anyways, so uh, to me, that is. Anyways, yeah. So uh, I played against him my whole life, and we did play on line one time in tryouts for a Bantam Triplet hockey team. Really nice kid, farm kid. Uh, I think he like came into tryouts having just like come to the barn. So if I tweet him tonight, he's going to be like, "Me and Hover are buds." Yeah. I think you'd be like, oh, I think I remember that little blonde kid. Wow. I think that's what he would be like. Made an impression. My, uh, my, I remember one game my hockey coach offered him, like, a hot dog before the game to try to get him to, like, to try to slow him down. Josh, what's your rant? When sexual assault happens, it seems like everybody just tries to insulate themselves from like three degrees of understanding and knowing what's going on. Like, I mean, uh, we've all had personal experiences, I'm sure, being in environments where this crap has happened. And I'm sick and tired of people, like, just not taking the responsibility, right? Like, you, you screwed up, Chicago. You screwed up NHL. You screwed up. You just have to say, look, we we insulated ourselves. We're, we're now going to take it on the chin. Yeah, it's crappy to do it now. We should have done it in 2010. We should have done it in 2011. Well, we didn't and we understand that you know like what like i i don't get why there's constant just like it's it's taboo to, to attach yourself to this but these these players and everybody just needs to sit down and take responsibility because it is 
it's damaging. And those, those young kids are the, really the ones that suffered, right? Like, I mean, I'm sure that obviously everybody who was assaulted was, but I mean, like, at the end of the day, he was continuing to assault people after an allegation that came forward on a National Hockey League level. And um, and the president of the uh, hockey team, of the NHL team, knew. Right. And it was all because nobody wanted to be, like, at fault. Right? He constantly like, had to be in the presence of his. So Stan Bowman steps down. He knows about this the whole time. He was the general manager, admits that they made mistakes, admits all this stuff. Now, here's my question. What about special advisor Bowman to the Chicago Blackhawks? What about Hall of Famer dad? Oh, Scotty. Scotty Bowman know of this. This this, this is this is the this is where the dominoes start to fall for the NHL. When you have a guy like Scotty Bowman who knows about this and then says to his son, lock it down. Don't say shit. Because if you are in that role and your dad's a special advisor, are you not going to be like, uh, yeah, dad, so uh, this weird thing happened the other day. Well, what should I do? It's, it's, it's pervasive. It's insular. It's problematic. And this is just the tip of the iceberg. Hmm. So speaking of scandals, there's another one in the NFL. John Gruden uh, wrote emails about a decade ago that had racial slurs in them and sexist comments and that came out. So we're a little bit late, late to this because we were off for a couple of weeks. So that happened about two weeks ago and he's been relieved of his duties as head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders, even though he's in year three or four of a 10 year, hundred million dollar contract. And so, yeah, so things caught up to John um, as they have with uh, the Chicago Blackhawks coach, Brad Aldrich. So what do we think about how this has happened in the NFL? I mean, it's not, it's still horrific. It's not a good thing, but it's not on the same level as uh, sexual assault. That's a setup and a screw job, and I'll tell you why. Okay. The the NFL is doing uh, is fining the Washington football team something like two million dollars or something like that for like their inappropriate emails, but they are refusing to release the content of those emails. The NFL has been sitting on the emails from every team, every team. They've investigated Washington, and they came out against uh, uh, the Raiders. Las Vegas. Yeah, but they aren't. They yeah, they aren't going to say anything about Washington. It is crazy, that, and you know, yeah, that is crazy. And you know that, that that the base of those emails is a ton of insider stuff, is a ton of sexual assault stuff, which there are things before the courts about, and then. You you don't think that their internal emails while they're being pressured to change their name didn't get a little racist? Hmm. So yeah, it's it's a screw job because there's no uh, there's no consistency, there's no um, you know punishment across the board that this is what we're going to do. We're going to take this seriously. This is this is where we're putting our foot down. It just is like oh okay. Uh, it's time to get rid of John. 
he did say what he said in the emails was worthy of getting like go 100 but i i can bet you that what is in those emails from the washington football team there is a lot of people who deserve to be fired right dan snyder continues to own the the team yeah my two cents yeah that's yeah you're in that's interesting when you talk about consistency and and what it is we're trying to achieve here but uh yeah it's uh you know i'm sorry josh no no it's okay i didn't have much to say um yeah no i think i i think on the flip side i'll say i don't think it was necessarily directed at like an inside like screw job to get rid of john gruden i think uh i see that more uh, on the washington end i think uh this is shot light on um just like with chicago but like how messed up the culture is in with Washington um, and not to take light of, of the horrendous things that uh, Gruden said in that, in that email. Um, but yeah, I think, I think there is a certain level of protection cause they're really not releasing yet the, the findings of what they found on the Washington football team. But um, I mean, what you know, we already said about Deshaun Watson being Technically able to play. Watson, like it what, shows. Yeah. Remember, yeah, the Ray Rice stuff. I mean, it's yeah. the NFL was irresponsible with how they handled. Yeah, you know, a bunch and, of things. Absolutely, that and, suspension. Yeah, yeah, and then I don't think much is really being talked about um, what the Washington Football Team made their cheerleaders do, um, as far as with uh, certain VIPs and and stakeholders. And season ticket holders that, you know, oh, hey, they paid for this. We're doing a calendar shoot for the Washington football team, but we got some steak. Well, you go up for dinner with them. You know, now let's, let's pose topless. We need you guys to pose topless for pay. You know, stuff like that, right? Like, and I'm sure, again, I'm, like I said in the beginning, I'm sure this isn't just, just the Washington football team that's doing it. Um, and, and it's a shitty thing where once we crack this open as being, uh, like we said, we all love sports here, but. It's it's hard, man. It's 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 hard just to like have that. And I we talked about it, you know, when you said Deshaun Watson brought him up, and we talked about it with my little intro there, like, you know, um, been a Miami Dolphins fan since I was a kid because because one of my older cousins was a Marino fan, and I just tagged along when I was like eight nine years old, not knowing much. But if they make if they pull that trade, not just because of Tua, but like just pull that trade to have Deshaun Watson, because Stephen Ross, the owner of the Miami Dolphins, loves to make these ridiculous splashes, and they pull him into the fold. It's going to be extremely hard for me to to tune in and to you know I'll wait till retirement. Well, retirement, I mean, like he's no longer if that's a thing or whatever. But it, it's going to be hard. It's it's and it's one of those things that it's just. To just sickening to your core. Well, that was two really heavy segments. Let's go to something a bit lighter. The NBA season has started. There's some early headlines. Scotty Barnes looks pretty good for the Raptors. That's one thing. But I was oh, just gonna. Nobody cares. Jesus, he looks. Nobody he looks good. Josh, uh, you're about to crown him the new Kawhi, right? Or no, like, no, no, no. Someone no, has no. to take up the mantle. No, Kawhi's for Kyle on his own. Sure. He's on but his I've own. I've been watching this. I knew this was coming. We took the break Level. last week. Me, I knew this me, was coming. Scotty Barnes. No, Scotty no, no. Barnes. But I'm savior of the Toronto Raptors. Let me no, tell you this. But he looks I need good. To, I need to tell you this, Alex. For a rookie, he looks good. I need to tell you this, Alex. Kyle Larry. Or Lowry? How do you say his Lowry. name? Lowry. Come Lowry, on, Josh. Lowry. Yeah. 
he sucks. And I've only started cheering for him recently. He's not very good at basketball. Well, he's I don't understand. Older. He's not in his prime anymore. I don't understand how you can hate Jared Goff and like this fella because they play the Kyle same. Lowry was really good for no the Raptors. No effort. No effort. No Goff effort. did take the Rams to a Super Bowl. No effort. Well, I don't Alex. know. It's Goff. Lowry was in the finals with the Raptors. I'm just saying. No I mean, effort. I think I think Goff was like Scotty Barnes, the tenth next year, best about- <laughs> player on the Rams that year. You're about to tell me. I bet you at one point. Through this season, you're going to put the disclaimer on that Scotty Barnes will be like rookie of the year or something. You're going to say something. Oh, I, don't, I, I like mean, that. that never even entered my head yet, John. No. Yeah. No. Exactly. I exactly. think Evan Mobley is so far. And then the you guys are going to year. give him like a five year, $120 million contract. I'm just excited he's going that to he's be pretty sitting. good for oh, rookie. You guys were, yeah. No. Same with Pascal Siakam. No, got, oh, he was, Pascal, oh, he was fantastic. Him, no, you hate him now. Please. But when he had, he no, came he out of the gates. Toronto fans. He was a good Toronto fans will crown anybody. Let me give that. And you know that. Look at okay. those. Okay. What I was going to talk about is uh, Did anyone a else weeks see those ago. swell arms? Woo. Look at those arms. Do that again. Do that again, Alec. For our listeners can't see it, but those swell arms. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I was going to talk about <laughs> the uh, a couple weeks ago uh, that the most valuable NBA teams uh, came out through Forbes. And so the top 10 teams, this is interesting to me. So who do you think number one is the most in terms of value, value? the most valuable NBA <laughs> franchises? Lakers. Lakers are third. third. Miami Heat. Think about big markets. Knicks? Knicks? The Knicks are number yeah, one. Yeah. 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 Okay. I so was torn. Uh, and then a little bit surprisingly, but because of all this success the last decade, the Warriors are two. So mm. Knicks are six, uh, 5.8 billion. Warriors, 5.6 billion. Lakers, 5.5 billion. Okay. And then we have the Bulls, and then your Celtics, John, are fifth at 3.6. So yeah. the Knicks are similar to, like, the Leafs, which is just a huge market, but That's never right, win. Josh. Exactly. Yeah. Great. Yeah, I, think, much. Yeah. I think, like, in terms of football, an equivalent would be, like, the Detroit Lions. Just great, huge, amazing fans, just you know, big market never. No, you that's know actually what? the opposite. That's an antonym, Josh. That's cool. yeah. They yeah. did um, the NFL like it, what I think it was like their social media. They or it was something they did. They did the best fans, and I think the Bills came out with oh, that's actually fans. fans. Bills go, mafia. Bill. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm just saying, like for fan wise, like that. Like I think it was the Bills, which is a awful. <clears throat> Surprisingly, at six, the. LA Clippers 3.3 oh. billion and then the Brooklyn Nets, Houston Rockets, Dallas Mavericks Ooh. and number 10 in the NBA are the Toronto Raptors at 2.5 billion dollars. Well, it's a whole, it's a whole just country's, country's team, right? I mean, they just made top 10. Like, just well, think about yeah, it. Like, top in 10, their... it's good. And they yeah, won no, yeah. a couple they years won, ago. Right? So that's they, why. they won, that's they won a few years reason. ago. You know, it was a struggle in the early days. But it's and then with Vancouver shit in the bed looks like Toronto a struggle again. Team. Yeah, but obviously with the championship that Toronto won and even before like we can just say right from Vince Carter bringing you know there was like Durant we talked about Durant was a Raptors fan because of Vince Carter. Point is that surprised, but really what surprised me is how low Dallas is. You thought they'd be higher. I thought they would be higher. I would put them in the middle of the pack like that, but I I would have put them before the Clippers. But that's interesting. Yeah. Interesting. But also, if you think of it, like all of these teams have specific markets. 
the Toronto Raptors aren't a like that. Their market isn't just Toronto. Right, yeah, it's the country. They're, right. they're like they're like the they're like the Blue Jays. You know, it's it's Canada's team. Mm-hmm. They could yeah. go to Calgary and play a game in Calgary and sell that place out. Yeah, I, I just thought it was it's good to be in the top ten, huh? Good for the Raptors. And they just beat the, and they just beat the Pacers. Oh wow, beat the Pacers by eighteen. And Scotty Burns looked good. I was watching the first half before we came oh. on the podcast. Oh my god! That's going to be. Sorry, did you just say playoffs, Hope? I think they'll make the playoffs. I think they'll get an eight seed. I think they'll get swept in the first round, but I think they're going to make the playoffs. You're saying you're saying the Toronto Raptors at the core right now will make the eight seed in the East. Is that yeah. what you? I, I just want this on this record right now. Yeah. I I like the optimism. Nobody I really like to it. this. Shocker, this is, Alex. Shocker. This isn't a record. Shocker. That does not shock me. But it's nice to be in the top ten of something category, eh? Alex. It's <laughs> not. I don't think they're as bad as people think they are. <laughs> Any other NBA storylines? Miami <laughs> Heat. Miami Heat look good. They look yeah, great. they look like contenders again, Josh. And I think getting Kyle Lowry, you'll see as the season goes on, Kyle Lowry and PJ Tucker to go with Jimmy Butler. Those he's, are three. He's got a big guys rear end, doesn't he? It. What's that? He's got a big rear end, doesn't he? Like it doesn't look like he works out much. Kyle, uh, I would say Kyle is strong, uh, thick. Oh, but I, I, I don't know. He's heavy. He looks heavy, does he? He's heavy, yeah. Yeah. For a ball he player. He looked a little bigger. He always played. He but that's his. I mean, you watch. Well. You'll love him once he starts Good. drawing charges all the time and flopping he's around. And he's scrappy, ho. That's right. You'll like I, him, Josh. Give him a chance. I mean, Butler like, was making fun of him. I thought that was pretty Butler funny. Butler loves him. I don't know why you don't. They're best friends. Yeah. Yeah, Miami's a. A real contender in the East, for sure. So, Josh, John, and Jess, uh, you guys have joined the, uh, what's it called? The Ball Don't Lie Fantasy Football, Fantasy Basketball League, I mean. Um, so, that's that's another fantasy league we're in. We're in our football league and our basketball league. Uh, oh. I am currently losing this week. I one last week, but Chanel, who's new to the league is, and maybe might come on the podcast, uh, she is absolutely obliterating me this week. So that's not good. But yeah, anything from the fantasy basketball league, anything from the NBA in general? Uh, I'll just say December in general. I think it's uh, it's early, so it's going to – we'll see. Um, so I don't think there's anything really too major. Um the Lakers, just like with the Nets last year, it's going to just be interesting to see how they mesh in well together. And uh, yeah, the, the the basketball league is pretty good. I think I I drafted decent, and you know, I think I won. I don't know who. Else. I, I like know just, I feel like you were just drafting to piss people off, like taking uh, Jimmy Butler. 
No, I'm going to stand by this. And, and then trading him the for Kevin Durant, which is crazy, yep. Josh. Crazy. No, so, you know, nope. this is this is what I'll say. I'm going to say this on the record. And I wasn't going to bring it up, but since you did bring it up, Alex. Um, yeah, I I got uh, I noticed that Josh was on auto draft and I texted you, Alex. I'm like, oh, I'm going to fuck with Josh and I'm going to get Jimmy Butler because last year, I don't know uh, too many people. It's an impossible league to trade in. So I knew it'd be hard for Josh to get Jimmy Butler and Josh, you know, feel free. I'm not going to put any words in your mouth, but you can. So I said to Josh the next day, I was like, Hey, you missed it. You didn't get Butler, but I got him because uh, where we picked, I was thinking, Oh, Durant was still on the board. I was going to get Durant, Josh auto draft Durant. I picked Butler. So I told Josh, I didn't really want Durant. I said, just give me anybody because I knew Josh named his team after him. He likes the player. I'm a good friend like that. So I was like, just give me. He's like, what about Durant? I'm so weird. I'm like, yeah, sure. Let's Josh, see it. I'm like, Alex Durant? will block it. Alex oh. will block it because he blocked it last year. I'm like, let's see what happens. And so I even asked Josh, I'm like, can you request the trade? Because if I request the trade, we're going to get a message saying, John is fleecing you, which happened anyways. Hey, it did and happen. so I went on the record again saying, listen, if the trade gets canceled, that's fine. I don't need Durant. I will obviously take him if that's what you're offering. But give me like even Chris Paul, whatever your bench player is, I don't care because I was being a good friend and making sure that Joshua McClement would get Jimmy Butler. And he chose Durant? That's he did. Crazy, I Josh. never I never once asked for Kevin Durant. <clears throat> if I never could, once asked for anybody. If, if I could defend no, myself here a little crazy. bit. It's like it's like trading away <laughs> McDavid for like just to make it Kevin Durant so, so is not you, McDavid. Have you seen first off? Hold on, you, you guys. So that can you be understand, it's, let me it, let me it tell is, you, Durant is like McDavid or McKinnon I, or. I need to just inform Matthews. you of a couple of things, guys. For, number You're one, like trading McDavid for Kopitar, essentially. That's what it's like. Right now, I mean, Kopitar. Kop- like but you're telling me Kopitar, neither but. one of you two would make that deal. If that I went down, that and, deal. I would you, and Josh make that came deal. to you and said, "Okay, here, I want okay, to give you it, but it's Thank crazy. Thank like, you. It's I, 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 wanna, I just want to know. I want to know that you guys would make that deal, correct? If of it course. went, it went down the way I, yes. while it went yes. down like that, you would make that deal. So then of it's all about Josh. Josh, all I want and I would love to. I would love to respond if you guys could just, you know, shut up for a sec. Um, listen, I don't like Kevin Durant. I don't like him. I, I think he gets injured. I look at listen. I'm an athlete. He might be the so, best player in the NBA. Can you Josh, just let me, you know, get this point out, Cross. Okay, let's. I'm an athlete. I notice, you know, I notice. <laughs> <laughs> I notice. I notice the the physicality of people. Kevin Durant. He's got weak ankles. Man, you body shame people. I'm He's just got- saying. <laughs> I gotta go on this defense. That's twice two segments. You're just body shaming some poor soul. Kyle Lowry's big ass, and now Durant. Like, what the? F- oh man, you're right. Oh, that's bad. I apologize, <laughs> listeners. But but Kevin Durant, mark my words, is gonna get injured. He's he doesn't have it. He doesn't have it. Jimmy Butler's a stud, and and I saw that John had it. I said, give me Jimmy. I don't care what I gotta pay for him. Give me, I need. And I, did I ask for Kevin Durant? No, I looked at my right roster. Here. I said, "What kind of you know pigeon can I give for Jimmy Butler?" I'm like, "Well, Durant's been overrated, overrated." And I, uh, I, uh, I made the trade. I made a trade again. I'm going to say this: I, uh, me and John have made similar <laughs> trades in the past. For uh, uh, I believe Kobe Bryant for who is that, John? I forget. James Harden. James Harden. <laughs> And I got in trouble for taking Kobe Bryant, the goat, yeah. the greatest of yeah, all. He was, he was like a. 
he was with great what he was, Josh. Oh, yeah. Listen, you're yeah. Nobody holds the that was candle Kobe Bryant at age forty. Gave the like worst shooting percentage for this. But season. I can't remember. Did I give you Hardner and you gave me Kobe? I I can't remember. I just I remember, think I did. I think you I gave me Kobe remember. and I gave you James Harden. Yeah, oh, like, no, I got Kobe. Case. I and think I got Josh Kobe. Did you get Kobe? You know, yeah, maybe you did get Kobe because Harden was on a, a tear. Yeah, angry... that sounds better. John, you yeah, wouldn't that, have done better. that with Kobe a, at that a, age. A very angry phone call from. Here's the thing, man. Like I, Alex, uh, <laughs> okay, all East Coast calling me all kinds of names. <laughs> I was at. There was a point, and that happened in Kobe's career with that Denver incident. And one of the things I will say when it comes to athletes that get accused of this is that they will tear apart the accuser's life. And that poor girl, they tried to tear her apart looking at like any kind of angle. Did she do this with others? So I was, you know, yeah, I understand the guy had a horrific death, but. Um, no, Kobe? I, I was done Kobe? with Kobe at that point. Like, it's oh, really? that came out because that girl's life and she had nothing. She wasn't going after money. She, there was nothing. And I don't know. Yeah. That's. I, I was not loving that. Man, sports check. sucks. Uh, it's hard, right? it Like we're all talking about crashed. it. It is hard stuff. Anyway, so yes, we made that deal. We made that deal, and, um, and by I'm the way, I got I got another. Another day, I'm comfortable with it, guys. That's what I'm just trying to say. I, I got another it. great deal for you, Alex. I'm going to submit it right now because I picked up one stud quarterback oh, by the dude. name of Mac Jones. I saw that. the waiver wire. What happened there? You dropped Mac Jones. You dropped your boy. Just yeah, I mean, I was goal. saving him for one week when Pat Mahomes wasn't playing, but Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs have sucked you uh, are not the last a, couple weeks, I, so I, maybe I, I should start. Should have started have Mac. Sucked. Who sucks? <laughs> Pat Mahomes. <laughs> oh, come on. It's the Chiefs. I can't believe the, the Chiefs have won a Super Bowl with that defense because they really haven't changed much on that defense. And that, that defense is horrible. Absolutely. Absolutely. You think Pat Mahomes – this is a hot take, Chris. You think Pat Mahomes sucks? How many interceptions does that guy throw in this year? Nine or something. It's like way more yeah. than the last couple of years. Yeah. Like, like he has bought into his own hype and you can just tell he's, he's got that classic, like overinflated family entourage now. And once that happens to a player, no matter what the sport, once your brother and your mom and your girlfriend all start chirping in about you, you're on the downspin and he's on the downspin and it shows on the field. He is not like, you see him on Sunday, they show his face. He's just like, oh, it was terrible. You know, give me that big dick Travis Kelsey energy. You know what I mean? Give me the energy of the guy who's actually a leader who's going to be, like, getting everyone going. Yeah, he's a good quarterback, but he's not a leader. And to be a great quarterback, you have to be a leader. You know what happened to Pat Mahomes? But to be fair, to be fair to Pat he, Mahomes, he ran into I the goat. agree with his mom. Like, how many of those interceptions went off some guy's name? Like he puts it right in their hands, and they and it goes to flex off the hands straight to the other team. Like, I don't know. I don't think Pat Mahomes is as bad as people think he is. I do think the defense is really bad, but I think Pat Mahomes has got some bad luck as well. Oh, and, it's uh, just a terrible all-around team. So we're all you're out on the Chiefs. Nobody's gonna. You're done with was the never Chiefs. Never in on the Chiefs. Well, you was never yeah. in on the Chiefs. I was only in on the Chiefs because, you know, they were going up against. Alex and Tom Brady. And what happened in that game? 
Uh, Tom Brady won. And so by extension, that, Alex won also. <laughs> wow. proving, proving that wow. he's the uh, pagoat. Look at you. Just a, pretty good of all time. Pretty good of all time. Good enough of all time. I just good sent you trade. I just sent you trade, Alex. Mac Jones for Patrick Mahomes, and I want to know what you're going to do. No, of the client. You know the answer to that. Then you're not a Patriots fan. That doesn't, no, Patriots that's fan. not true. That's not, not necessarily true. Fan. If you nope. right now, I, tra- I have... if, if someone said you could take Goff for Tannehill, <laughs> I, I would take that hands down. I wouldn't even blink. <laughs> I, I draft Jay Cutler every year. No one asks Goff. You can just pick him up. <laughs> so, no worries. You don't have to make that choice. Someone's, someone's got to pick up Goff. <laughs> Guys, I've got a new segment. I don't know if it's going to actually catch on here. Uh, it's sort of at the work workshop stage here. This is called the Tracy Chapman. Give me one reason to stay here. Segment. I don't, I don't like that. Oh, that you'd like that, funny, Chris. Jesse's in the middle of doing the Tracy Chapman fast car segment where he's going 130 <laughs> on the 407 right now. <laughs> what a phenomenal song. This is called the Tracy Chapman. Give me one reason to stay here segment. Do you know that song? Chris would know it. I don't know. <laughs> yep. but... Oh, no. Yeah. yeah Tracy Chapman. Is, is this when we start talking about women's sports? No, this is give me one reason to stay here. The Montreal Canadiens have started one and six. They've won one single game and they scored five goals. But the other six games, they have scored one goal or fewer. And it is painful to watch. So give me one reason to stay here or I'll turn right back around on the Habs. Why should I? Keep cheering for them this Alex, year. Honestly, I think was oh, this a segment you're going to bring up your teams? Yeah, and we have yeah, to no, convince no, no, you to keep cheering for your team. I'm going to bring it up on, on so next week. Teams. It's going to be the New England Patriots. No, it's going to be the Raptors. Then, then the Celtics. An excuse for Alex to talk about his failing teams to give up the Buccaneers. Give me one reason to stay here, so that he can. Well, one reason to stay. I mean, you've got Cole Caulfield. He's good. He's he's the real deal. He'll be fine. This I don't think he's hurt. scored yet this year. Well, that's because you've got shit. Like, you, you can't just score in hockey because you're a good hockey player. You have to have people around you. Jesse Hove does not get points unless Josh McClement is on the ice. We all know this, <laughs> Jeff, right? So you got to have good players around you. To, I don't think to we do know that. I, I don't and think we Josh McClement only gets points when Jesse Hove's on the bench. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I think that's, right. I think that's much more accurate. Guys, yeah. let's go watch one of their games. Let's that's we gotta go. Alex, watch. Chris PSP. has come to well, watch a game. Watch John games. has come to watch a game. You're the only one that hasn't come to watch oh, a game. Well, well it's games? coming. Yeah. I look forward to it. It's entertaining for sure. I'll it's entertaining because the minute Josh realizes someone's in the crowd, he tries to go after the biggest guy on the ice <laughs> just to prove that he's <laughs> Uh, Craig, Craig and I did enjoy that part. <laughs> also, make sure you get the right rink. <laughs> There's a few rinks. You gotta, yeah. you gotta read the fine print. Also, like our game got canceled because the Leafs needed an emergency uh, hockey practice. Oh gosh. Okay, just... so with your, uh, give me one reason. Such, to a, such a victim. Yeah, Chris. <laughs> I, I, I think like. 
you know, we Josh has brought up the Leafs. We're going to bring up, uh, we're already talking about the Montreal Canadiens. The North Division was a mistake. The North oh, Division yeah. was a terrible, terrible mistake that now we have two pretty decent teams going into COVID, pretty decent teams coming out of the bubble, pretty decent teams looking like they were kind of come into the season. But then they start playing against like actual hockey teams again, and they're just terrible. You know, the uh, the the Canadians squeaked through the playoffs last year. They squeaked through the playoffs and they got railroaded in in the finals. The North Division was an experiment gone wrong. Mm. But they beat the Jets and the Knights. I mean, it was surprising for sure, but they beat them. <laughs> the only team, the only team that's going to come out of that North Division experience doing well this season is the Oilers. Like I'm full Not oil true. this season are also for doing great. the Flames are blazing. Yeah, Alberta. They might have a lot of COVID, but they got two good hockey teams. Um, I, I I tend to agree with Chris. I think the the Oilers are going to be the ones that that are going to make the most noise Canadian wise. But yeah, it, it's like six games in, um, so I don't think it's time to start making playoff predictions yet. But the Oilers do look good. I I I I just struggle with the Edmonton and their defensive core a little bit and their goaltending. I just wish they got a better. They don't even need a good goalie. If they had picked up like Jonathan Quick, no, Quick's got maybe at the trade deadline. If they got Quick for like one last run, that would be that would be a good move. But like, I just you don't know who's think... got a good goalie. My Calgary Flames, Jacob Markstrom, can't teach six foot seven, baby. Ooh. Cal Peterson's better. Cal Peterson's better. Um, uh, I'll take Cal any day. But. uh yeah, give me one reason. That's a good point. I like that. Like can, Canadian hockey, give me one good reason to stay here. And really, it is. Uh, your one reason, uh, Ali, is that Carey Price will be back. And I think he could still steal games once he's back. Okay, so Josh gave me Cole Caulfield as their give me one reason to stay here. Yeah, uh, Jesse yeah. gave you uh, uh, Carey Price, who's mentally Carey ill. Price and is coming the, back. He's coming yeah. back, baby. That's yeah. right. Hope. At some point. Come did, back. did you just say he's mentally ill? I think. Well, he went through the whole. We don't know what's player assistance program. We don't really call people that they're they're mentally ill, Josh. Have you not learned that yet in your masters? What what should we refer to them, John, as? Well, I don't feel like airing that out. This is not the platform, but I just feel. Well, like I don't. It. I think we need to unstigmatize mental illness. I think mental illness is a real thing, and I think it's okay to be mentally ill. I think it's it's perfectly fine. Yeah, especially one's going to line your pockets now. There it is. Oh, good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you capitalist bastard. <laughs> yeah. Making money off people's pain. <laughs> next, thing you know, has... next thing you know, you're going to see Josh walk out with fresh, fresh Nikes. <laughs> it's like people only do things to get paid. <laughs> That's really sad. <laughs> Does anyone have any Quaylen Awards for the most time they play Wait, of the week? Wait, hold on. I told well, Mike Whalen, uh, Mike Whalen is uh, Elias Lindholm and Johnny Goudreau. Elias Lindholm has seven goals already. He's tied with Ovechkin for the most goals scored right now. And, what a surprise. Uh, Goudreau's got seven assists, and they are they got some chemistry. My Flames are winning games. And, uh, yeah, I like uh, – they got a two-line approach. They got 
Monaghan on that second line, Monaghan to check on the second line. I think they got a good team. They got a good goalie. I think they can beat the Oilers in a seven-game series. Just, did, you, no. did, you, did you just say a two-good team? What does that mean? Sorry, a two-line. They got they got more than one two line. Good they lines. Two good lines. They used to, yeah, they used to try to stack the one lineup. Yes, it's uh, like a, a Joe Lindholm and Monahan, but now they're kind of splitting it up, and I think that's that's helpful. Yes, it's and like Monahan and Chuck are it, starting to build some chemistry. It's so. a few games in, and they're already talking about where Johnny Gaudreau is going to go. Like I, think, I don't I think, think people well, see this team as a cup contending team, and Johnny's Johnny Hockey's ready to go. Like I think he's ready. Like trade deadline, I think he's going someplace. Like maybe everybody says know. that just because he likes Philadelphia, just because he lived in Philadelphia. But it's like he's got. I think he's got good chemistry with his play. Like these guys will stay. Like where they're like if they feel welcome, they're not just gonna leave. Like I don't know. I think and Philly doesn't even look that good. It's not even that good of a team. So I don't know. I think he'll stay in Calgary for a bit. Like. It's not like Matthews is all of a sudden going to go to Phoenix tomorrow. It's not like Lowry didn't even go to Philly. Like my quailing goes because we missed next week is to uh, the Chicago Chicago Sky, the women's WNBA twenty twenty one championship. Oh, Candace one. Parker did come home to Chicago from the LA Sparks and uh, helped bring home a championship to Chicago in the WNBA. Mike Whalen goes to Cal Peterson for the, the. I like watching him play. I think he's getting his uh, his legs. I think he's going to get some highlight reel saves. I like how he's pretty hungry to make saves, uh, and we are giving up a lot of shots. So I think uh, he's good. I think he's going to be good. So Cal Peterson, Los Angeles Kings. Let's go, Cal. Go Kings, go. Mike Whalen Award goes to. <laughs> Uh, Damian Harris of the New England Patriots who helped me defeat Chris in a really spirited matchup um, for our Fantasy Friends Football League. Scored two touchdowns, 25 points. It was He was the difference. Over 100 yards. Third game this season. Chris, do you have any, do you have a Quaylen Award? Yeah, man. Charlie Morton. Charlie Morton all day long for the rest of my life. That guy is pitching, starting pitcher in the World Series against Houston assholes, the lying, cheating, sack of shit Houston Astros who have somehow made it to another World Series. Pitches, what, 16 pitches on a busted leg? Come on. Yeah. That's the most timely play of the week right there. Wow. And wins the game. Gets the win. I know we're, I know we're going a while just because, but I, I did, and without getting in too much of a whole, like, another segment. But Boston out, Dodgers out, Atlanta, Houston. Who are you guys thinking for a World Series? I thought Houston at the start of the series. Yeah. I'm kind of partial to Atlanta. I hate the name, but I love, I just remember from uh, when they went up against the Jays in the 90s, but uh, and that, but they hadn't been... I like those Atlanta time. teams. And uh, with, that's, uh, I think that was last time there in the World Series. I could be totally off I base. Just, I just, I don't like the chop that they do. That really, that's what I mean. I don't like go. the name. I don't like, I don't yeah. like that, but I don't like, uh, I don't like Houston because I, you know, I don't think it's really much of, and I'm I like only because I read and heard that's it. That's the only... 
vindication from the whole like oh you know they were still good sign stealing or not i'm not saying they i'm not a out of houston i'm just saying that's one of the things i had overheard so well, alex, alex is pretty partial to the cheaters so it doesn't surprise me that he went with houston he likes the people who mm-hmm. that's that's below the belt josh if you ain't cheating you ain't trying right <laughs> yeah. All right. Um. Well, it's because uh, it's because it's because uh, Alex oh, used to be below, there. Right? Below Alex. the belt, another dick joke. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sports. Take it away, Steve Benjamin. <laughs> wait, wait, we're what are we? We're going to sing from the glory.